Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your 503rd millionth favorite podcast. This is probably the most accurate one you've done. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a good representation. Uh, so this week, big breaking news mm-hmm. that we're going to get to. I'm really glad we're recording today and we didn't record yesterday. That would have really fucking sucked. We just had to redo it. Why would we have recorded yesterday? I don't know. It was a long weekend. We may have had just some extra time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we got our regular segments. We're going to kind of skip in and out of them, hit what we can. Uh, I have an SAP MDB. Just let you know. You have a conspiracy at all? Nope. Okay. You can see we've done a lot of prep. Uh, obviously, we have Patrick Mahomes' contract. That's the big news. Uh, we'll dive into that. And I know we're going to touch on high school sports. Is there anything else? Uh, you know, bubble teams, if you want them. A couple okay. places canceled down. We have some exceptions already given out. Okay. Yeah. All right. So before we get into that, we're going to give a shout out to our boys up there in Northwest Missouri, Fertilizer Service Company. They're helping you grow everything that you need. Uh, they're covering you from planting season all the way through harvest. Uh, they're the best in the business. It's bar none, period. They got you covered with everything. You can find them on Facebook or give them a call at 660-686-2402. They're off Highway 59 in Fairfax, Missouri, and they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. All right, let's get started. Bowed my soul, I gave it all, but loving you was never easy. So I've been super excited to talk about this because you told me to save it. So it is my lifestyle tip. Yes. Hidden talents. Yes. Learn what you're really good at. I can call owls. Like a motherfucker. Extraordinarily well. I've yet to hear it because you brought it up this weekend and I immediately I was like, you got to save that. I, I can't know now. I mean, next time we get an opportunity, but like I've gone outside give me, if I just give us hear a sample. It. Oh no, not on here. God, that would be terrible. In your car, you're just listening to someone make animal noises? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what a podcast is, I think. We're not ASMR. Welcome to Sneaky Athletic. <laughs> uh, I I just knew that was something we had to talk about on here because there's, I mean, there are people who like win contests for like being able to do turkey calls or they're like duck, not, I don't know about duck calls, but uh, turkey calls like with their mouth. Yeah, and I think that I could legitimately enter an owl calling competition if needed. We need to, boy. We need. I'm gonna find one. Get Next you in time it. that we I'll have pay the entry fee. Their like availability outside. We'll post a video up for everybody of me calling oh. an owl because I'll get them to respond. Yeah, we'll play. Next time we're like playing disc golf, like towards dusk. Yeah. Oh, because I have an ear for him now. You know. Yeah. I am one with the owl. We'll get some call and respond. Exactly. Okay. I've gotten them to get closer to me. Really? Yeah. Like That's kind of scary. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> like, come here. Come here, big talent owl. Yeah. I mean, not too close. Yeah. You know, because they're, I guess I'm just like, resp- I don't know exactly what my response is. Yeah. But I like, assume it's like it's... they're looking for a mate and I'm like giving it back. And like, that's why they've come you, closer. But you'll I give don't it know. back to them. It's, it's interesting. Will We're I? definitely going to have to put something up on the socials. Uh, 
of you giving the people your alcohol. Uh, so I'll kind of get into my lifestyle tip. It's rope hats. They're back in a big way, as you can tell. I've always loved a good rope hat. I, they're the best. I, I've now I've gotten two of them within the last couple of weeks. God damn it, Gordo! You're hey, I need to run him upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> so well, we had a little interruption. Yeah, had to go, and uh, we thought we could have a third guest. If you heard the bark earlier, I mean, he's been on the pod before. He many was on times. today. Yeah, he uh, he's got a loud mouth and lots to say. But yes, I had to take Gordo upstairs. So, like I was saying, yes, before I was winded, uh, rope hats are back in a big way. Get your hands on them. That's my that's my lifestyle tip. Okay. Uh, do you have a beef? I'm too week? happy. I'm too happy to okay. have a beef. I, I had an amazing weekend. Yeah. And typically, my beef was gonna be going into today was going to be the first day back at work after a big holiday weekend. Work was great today. Good for you. So, and then, you know, obviously the Mahomes news. Yeah. Just having a great day. Can't can't be mad at anything right now. Mine is just uh, how punchable Lin-Manuel Miranda's face is. That's it. Talented dude. I just... If you don't know who that is, he's the like writer right? and star of Hamilton. Yeah. A co- like he's a big Broadway person. Like you've probably seen him. He you've does, seen him on the Amex commercials. Yeah, or movies. Sometimes he'll be in there. Yeah, but he's mostly on Broadway. He, yeah, he, he's one of those like change your face or I'm gonna change it for you. <laughs> he's very. It's something about the goatee, I think. Yeah, it just. I don't know, but I completely agree with you. Yeah. It's very punchable. Him and, um, now I'm, he's in, uh, 50 50, the movie, not Seth Rogen, but who's the other the guy one? who shaves his head? Yes. Who's him? That guy in 50 50. He has a punchable face for me. Gordon Levitt? Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Punchable face. Interesting. Well, here's another thing that I'm pretty upset about, and I think everybody should be, but this is my Google this, uh, because it seems like, it hasn't been taken seriously, and I've been seeing these videos of, like, there are lynchings going on in America today, and people are thinking, well, you know, there's no such thing as racism, and we're not divided, and the media's doing this and that. You can find videos, I mean, last week, there was a group of guys who went out to a lake in Indiana, and while they were there, their one black friend who was with them was literally picked up by another group of people and like they were recording him you know literally putting him they, by like, a tree they pinned him up against a tree yeah yeah and they had rope and like they were going to lynch this man and it's happened multiple times across the united states and it's just absolutely ridiculous that people aren't giving this the attention and respect it deserves whenever there are literal lynching hap- lynchings happening in 2020 well, it didn't happen, thankfully. There have An been attempted there have that been one, that time. Yeah, that specific story, correct? That man got away, thankfully. But I mean, anywhere from the Carolinas to Georgia to California, they have had them, and it's saddening and upsetting. And do what you can to uh, stand with this movement and give it the legitimacy it needs, because you're not the one being hung up. True. Good points, Alec. Uh, my my Google this is more of like a a who's back. Okay. Uh, the bubonic plague. 
Yeah, I saw that. So just about time. Once again, just another like check off the box in 2020. Correct. Like, yeah. We all saw it coming. Like 2020, be more original. I just, you know what? Well, somebody's somebody has a bingo by now on like Facts. the apocalypse yes. squares. Like somebody is good. Yes. Somebody in the game. Some yeah. Somebody just won bingo and won a fuck ton of money. Um, we can all just like finish our beers and get out of here. Correct. Uh, but if you don't know, the plague exists all the time. It's it's a it's a bacteria that's always around us. Uh, the bubonic plague is like one of basically the three main, um, and it, it travels around on fleas that are on mice. And just because we're more cleanly now, uh, cleanliness has gone up since. Uh, I think it was the 1300s when it killed millions upon millions of people. Like 10% of the population or more? More than that. It was like 20%, I think. Um, it was like, it. they can't really keep a good estimate because they don't know, but it was at least like 50 million people in like an eight-year stretch, which is... Record putting, numbers. That's putting up numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it, yeah. be the best at it. And so there's been um, another, It's it's popped back up in China. They're at a level three warning. For plague prevention, um, which is the second lowest in a four-tiered system, so uh, one would be the worst. Yeah. So I mean, it's not. Is that the same as the DEFCON? Yes. Okay. It's the same as. I'm the glad Defcons. that you remember that. Yeah. We look that information up, and at least one of us remembers it each time. I always have to like trick my brain back into remembering that DEFCON one is the worst. Okay. But it is. And I'm gonna be actually. I probably just fucked it up, but I'm pretty sure it's one. <laughs> I think so too. I'm gonna Google it, but I'm gonna be 50 years old and call you in some argument. And yeah. hey, what a DefCon! Yeah. Who knows what, when we're 25 years from now? Who knows what technology we'll be calling each other with? But there is, uh, I guess, at present, there is a risk of the human plague epidemic spreading in that city. So, I mean, it's just something else to add to the list. Hopefully, it's kind of like murder hornets and it's just in and out. But who knows? Still food for thought, something to some more to worry about. Not that you guys didn't already have enough. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so one is the worst, but the way that they <laughs> term these is very interesting. So DEFCON 1 is cocked pistol. <laughs> DEFCON 2 is fast pace. DEFCON 3 is roundhouse. DEFCON 4 is double take. And DEFCON 5 is fade out. Okay. Well, yeah, we're we're at like a double take right now. Uh, it says above normal readiness. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, they're at level three of their plague prevention. Okay, China might be China. That city. It's yes. no, it's it's not worldwide. It's yeah. just that city. Yeah, yeah. No, everybody else is just going lollygag and not knowing what's going on. I love how DefCon Three is just related to the Air Force. You have to be ready to mobilize in fifteen minutes. It's the only branch that has to be prepared. Well, they can go the farthest. Quickest. I, it yeah. makes sense, but still, it just sucks for them. The next one, the fast-paced DEFCON 2, uh, all armed forces are ready to deploy and engage in less than six hours. Immediate response is one. Okay. All right. But the, more the more you, you know. know. <laughs> yeah. We need to just, we should have wrote that down right there. Uh, this is where we need like Seth, like clip that and yeah. give it to me so I can hit the button and it explains it again every time. Uh, do you have anything else on the regular segments? I have an SAP MDB. Oh my God. I kind of forgot about me finding this the other day. Uh, but the killing of Tim McLean is uh, a really 
weird case. I don't Should know. Should we post it on Twitter? What this? I mean, not really. This guy was cannibalized on a bus Ugh. in Canada uh, by somebody who uh, was a schizophrenic, I believe. Uh, that sounds like the worst, one of the worst ways to go out. I, yeah. Oh, this man was, the Canadian man was killed by a Chinese Canadian who had schizophrenia. Um, they really go into, yeah, I don't, we don't need to hear all the, the, like the history of the murderer's name. I'm yeah. (laughs) It's a good little Wikipedia article. Okay. Google that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my SAP MDB Mm -hmm. knives out. I finally watched it. It's on Amazon prime. For those of you that have that definitely would suggest watching it. Fantastic movie. Uh, it, it's got all the twists. It's the the murder, mystery, thriller, crime, like that you know and love. Uh, it's got mo- It's got a lot of like great actors and actresses. It's nothing new, but it's something that's done really well. It's the yes, yeah, this it's the same old, same old done to the. It's like a, it's a really good cheeseburger. Yeah, it's like yep. you know what you're getting, and then you're still like, wow, that was really good. I'll have another one. Which, why it's my SAPMDB, as I got to reading about it, the writer and director of the first one is going to be writing a second one. Nice. And it's going to have uh, Michael Keaton. Is he James Bond? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. He's the main actor in it, and he will be the only one who's still in it from the first one to the second one. So it should be also another, like a, a double cheeseburger. It's just going to be great all over again. His name is Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Who is Michael Keaton? Who am I thinking of? I don't know. I got caught up because it's one Daniel of the Craig. other detectives is Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And I forgot about that. What? It is? Yeah. Let me see. I just clicked his name. So if you want to go back. Oh, I didn't know that he was even in it. Yeah. Did a good job. Of, is he's, he's the like Hit white. punchable face. He's the white guy, other detective. He's the state trooper? No way. I don't know. I saw it in theaters. It's been a while. Daniel Craig. Who did I say? Oh, Michael Keaton. Oh, definitely not him. I don't know why I was that his name came to my mind. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> that, that just shows you how my brain works. Uh, so should we get into the big news? I wanted, Do you want to do it first or last? I'd rather do it first. All right, let's get get into into it. it. Yeah, go ahead. So Patrick Mahomes, if you live under a rock, um, has officially signed a 10-year extension through 2031, which is up to worth up to a total of $503 million. The 10-year extension was $450 million, plus the $27 million left on his two years, and then the $25 million in incentives gets you to $503. Uh, it's not very front loaded. So they bought out his old one. They just ripped it up. They added. They added what he had onto it. They're like, we're gonna still pay you this, and we're just gonna restructure for twelve years. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and just made it clean because he was only gonna make like one point eight this year, and then next year he was pl- gonna make whatever that. So technically, it's a twelve year deal. It's a ten year extension of the two years he had left. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's why it's through thirty one. Uh, so it's, uh, let me get to my bookmarks here. It's not very front loaded, which means there's a good chance that 
Veach and the boys are uh, trying to get Chris Jones worked into a deal. So his first three years are, um, it's only, let's see, 45 million. It averages out to about 45 million a year. Uh, his first three years, he'll make 63, just over 63 million. And for comparison, Ryan Tannehill in the next three years will make 91 million. So it's not, he's only making just over like 21 million a year for these first years, but his contract averages, uh, 45 million a year. His, his guaranteed money is like 140 million, which is 40 million more than the second highest guaranteed which is insane, Matt Ryan. And he, which we can get into that later. I know you had some opinions, but we, his injury clause, it's that 140. So he's, he's got that. He's set for life. And I was just sitting there thinking about it. It must be so nice to sit there and be like, besides football, which he's arguably one of the best at in the world, he has no other worries for the rest of time. True. Because even if the, the worst injury happens, I mean, there still are Gucci. worries, you know, like injury and things like that. Correct, of like yeah. your, your livelihood. Yes. is set, but money wise, mm-hmm. and, you know, especially living in Kansas city, Missouri over, he lives in Overland park, but of course he does. Yeah. So the two things that this made me think of, and we'll address the Matt Ryan thing second, but first I want to still focus in on the Chiefs because you talked a little bit about them trying to sign Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. This 12-year backloaded deal means what's the plan? It's like obviously so, win early, like sign the big names now, and yes. then towards the end try to get rookies? Five to seven years from now, the cap is expected to expand. And that's the plan? Yes. Okay. And his his contract is not... So everybody was talking and they're like, it's going to be a percentage of the cap deal. Like, He's going to get X amount percentage, so when the cap goes up, his contract will go up. Not true. Nobody has said that that's any part of it. It was actually uh, it, tweeted out, uh, I forget, Schefter maybe? Yeah, the Chiefs are avoiding not that, doing that. Yes. Which, I mean, Makes good sense. for them, and nobody can complain about signing a half a billion dollar deal. Patrick Mahomes is worth every penny, and it's a good deal for the Chiefs. Absolutely. Because I believe it's either five or seven years. It's either... Halfway through his extension, or which would be seven years from now or five years from now, the cap is going to go up. So the Chiefs will be able to afford more, and he's seven years from now, he'll be 31. Right, and that was sort of my second point is that really solidifies having that quarterback and paying that guy. And you know, we were talking about Matt Ryan earlier and how people are okay and like Falcons fans are still backing him. How can you, you know, justify if if you so he's a very much like he hasn't won it so you can't i think if he just wins one you can justify everything because if you look he's only ranked outside of like the top seven in final qbr which isn't isn't the end all be all but he's only ranked out of the top seven like once i mean true but like he's he's a good quarterback but is he the second best if you're going off money if if money means the best is he the second best in the league? No. And whenever you look at other teams and their quarterback situations, like Ryan Tannehill is making a ton. You know, do you justify that? Like the way that this just changed the conversation of quarterbacks being just a different. Like they were already in their own tier, but now this makes them. They went from like S tier to God tier, right? And it's more of a 
longevity partnership thing. Like we're going to see more like Aaron Rodgers Packers, more Patrick Mahomes Correct. Chiefs, more Russell Wilson, you know, Seahawks, the Seahawks. Yeah. And I think that truly what this hurts is those Ryan Tannehills. Yeah. Jared Goff. I don't think that he's going to be able to we'll see yeah. carry that same sort of weight and that's where this is going to head and it's going to continue to head that way it, as long as the week it league. makes things like the recent cam newton signing seem like they're going to be obsolete in the near future because there seems like there's so many good quarterbacks coming out it's basically you're going to get your guy and yeah and you're just going to center around you're like all right so for 10 to 12 years yeah we're going in and it i feel like makes the cam newton signing look smarter because it was so cheap it's like if you're going to not do that why don't you just start paying them like running backs, minimum wage? I, yeah, I th- they'll they'll probably be much more of a divide now. Yeah, of like huge. You're either throwing the house at them, mm-hmm. or you're going by year to year, and you're like, we'll just function with the one we get. And I think long term, this changes how teams are structured because if you, you know, are the Bengals and you're in limbo forever of not actually having a quarterback, then you're going to spend that money and focus in other areas. And I think we're going to get a much more diverse NFL because of that. And I think this is all also going to be a lot more true in five years from now, seven years, you know, when that cap right. expands and that keeps going. Well, yeah. another thing that I saw, cause you know, obviously everybody's talking contracts. This is the biggest one ever in sports history. Um, in like 2024, there are a lot of quarterback. I think Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Ryan are all up in like 2024. And I think there's one other big quarterback that's up in 2025. Uh, big Ben. Another thing, Big Ben is making like $34 million a year. And it's something like there's $28 million a year right now. Just insane money. I mean, he was the same sort of thing as Patrick Mahomes, just very you know early. that team yeah that team was a little bit different of like they locked in on him and he was winning yeah and they were defensive teams with great running backs right uh but it, it's so interesting I, I was taking a look at some of the other highest uh or the largest contracts they're all baseball besides mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes and, and uh boxing uh yes why can't I think of his name now I don't have it pulled up Mayweather Canelo Canelo. Yeah, Canelo Alvarez. He's number three, but so it's Mahomes, 10 year, 450 million. Mike Trout, 12 year, 426.5. And then it's Canelo with a insane deal. It's like a, it's like three years, it's like something like 365 million over like a five years. Yeah, five yeah. year, 365 million, which is banana land. Uh, Bryce Harper, 13 year, 330. Giancarlo Stanton, 13 year, 325. And Garrett Cole, Nine year, three hundred twenty four. Two of those are Yankee Yankees players, of course. So, this has kind of made me think of what else I wanted to talk about, which was high school athletes, because of how much this has expanded and how much money is going into it. This is so different of a landscape for high school athletes, and how just to get in, obviously the bar is still incredibly high. But once you do that, you've just made it and there's money and it used to be like baseball, basketball, football. You had to do that. Yeah. But you can do that in esports now. You can do that and streaming. Very true. You know, whatever. It's also changing the dynamic of just get in. Yes. It's not like I have to go to college and I have to do this. Like Mm -hmm. 
fuck it, I can go overseas for a year and then just get in the league, improve myself. That's going to be obviously really tough to do with football, but you can definitely do that with baseball and basketball currently. I, It's going to be hard for that to happen in football just because it it's takes so much time to build really up a league. Played, yeah. yeah, and the, yeah, nobody else plays it. Uh, we've seen like only like one or two European football players get drafted. Yeah. And uh, they're mostly like rugby kickers. Yeah. Or like the fastest soccer players, like right. the, the, you know, stuff like that. And I, I do think that it's going to change. We're seeing this with, with baseball and with, uh, which baseball you can go right from high school to the majors, which is a, which is a much different deal. But with basketball, we're definitely seeing where, Kids are like, fuck this. I'm going to go make a little bit of money, support my family for a year, and then go in the league and continue to make money the same way. LaMelo Ball, who went overseas and has played in a couple of different leagues and is currently in Australia. Yeah, he's a part owner. Exactly what I was going to say. You know, He has made so much money that he can do that. Also, great move because you know you're getting playing time. Yeah. I he's love Jackie that. Moon. Yeah. He's literally like, <laughs> I wish you were a washing machine. He would just look at somebody and say that. Love it. Yeah. Player, owner, coach. But recruiting's huge and it's getting more global and you can see it everywhere. But that's, you know, going to go into all these different sports and all the things that we just talked about where it's all over. I do want to talk about high school athletes that we've seen. Yes. Real quick, I did want to say two other things. One, it's a real shame that Mitch Trubisky just catches all kinds of shade every time <laughs> Mahomes goes off and does something. Yep. Trubisky's always trending like right under it. And he caught some fucking flack today. I mean, he got beat up on the Twitter airwaves. It was uh it was a bad scene. But I mean, that's what happens when you produce like that. Yeah. One of the greatest is drafted eight spots behind you. Uh last thing, I don't want to see any Brittany Matthews, who is Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend. I don't want to see any Brittany Matthews slander. No slander on my TL. Okay. Keep it clean. Okay. Well, I will slander someone else who uh, didn't really produce, like you were just saying about uh, his name, Trubisky. It, yeah. That's how irrelevant he is. You just said it. I know. So there's a tweet going around today, today, yesterday, about who's the most famous high school athlete you or the best. It. The best high school athlete you saw in person. So it's not the most famous because, like, obviously, like, there are certain high school athletes that you might see in person that aren't as good then, but then they go on and they become amazing. Um, I don't know who a good ex- – uh, Russell Wilson would probably be a good example of that. There's probably people who saw him and he wasn't the stud. Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Another good example. Uh Dennis Rodman is yes. another great example of that. Mm-hmm. Like those are guys, uh, Kawhi Leonard, like that you, you maybe saw him in high school and you're like, Oh yeah, like they're a pretty good player, but they developed much longer. Yeah. I'm talking about John ja Morant. We're talking about the guys who were killers in high school. Correct. Like yeah. notorious. And so yours was Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Which is, he was great in Missouri and that was part of all the hype yeah. here. I went to Fulton and watched him play. He was a sophomore. And he had 29 points at halftime. And he, the last three points that he scored, he, the first 26 points he scored were either layups or his teammates would shoot it. He would catch it, catch their miss and put it back up in air. Wow. That was the first 13 shots. The 14th shot he hit was 
there was 20 seconds left in the first half. And he was like, clear out, clear out. They set a pick for him. He just dribbled in the corner, shot a fadeaway three in the corner at the buzzer, swished it, and just went in the locker room. Love it. And they won the championship. It was a tournament. They won the championship game by like 41 points. I'm glad that you got a good experience because, like I said, mine was a huge letdown. Yeah. So I went to uh, Bishop Minute High School in Kansas Okay. to watch Ugh, Minute. I can't believe you just said that word. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, well, it's the first part of like just that Bishop Minute. What? Yeah. It, it's all disgusting. Anyways, I saw Minute Bull's son, Bull Bull. And I mean, at the time he was, he's seven two now. He might have been seven foot at the time. Just huge. Lanky. Insane. And I expected him to kind of show up like you just said. Yeah. This dude went like two for nine from three (laughs) and wouldn't get in the paint. He didn't even play the five for his team. Which is crazy. They had some like. Because I played the five for my high school team. They had like a Horace Grant dude who was like (laughs) at least a foot shorter than him, but was just bullying yeah like i mean just power coming up like shack on the dunk so i just got to watch the seven footer clank threes the whole time not get inside turns out that was just a bad game for him i was looking kind of did they win the game they did so he wasn't worried that was probably one of those games where he was like oh it was close they also the other team had good recruits it was like two like this was before he he went he was just truly off yeah, he went to some school in like Washington or Oregon. Like a that, private school. Yeah, that's like a basketball recruiting yeah. thing after this. Uh, but the other team that he played against, like one of those kids went and played with him whenever he moved out there. So yeah, he just absolutely whiffed because he was bricked. best shooting three pointer on their team or best three point shooter on their team. Wow. So if he would have went off, he probably would have shot like 25 threes. Yeah. Like if he got, if he heated up. Right. Yeah. And he would just like, sit out at three-point line because nobody's blocking that shot no he has a wide open shot and he doesn't even really have to jump when you're that big your shot it's like shooting a free throw yeah wow i was thinking of some other ones and i was going to say this before but uh you told me to save it i've watched a lot of state track missouri state track in my day uh which you see a lot of good athletes the best female athlete i've ever seen in person her name's lindsey volmer she was my high school track coach's granddaughter, and she went ran at uh, Penny High School in Hamilton, Missouri, and they won state track all four years of her of her high school career, and she medaled sixteen times. Yes, she set the st- she set the state record in high jump, three hundred hurdles, triple jump. No, no, no. Excuse me. High jump, 300 hurdles. She would either win or get second in the 100 hurdles, and she'd either win and get second in the long jump. And I watched her in the long jump against a girl. They set the state record four times. They kept beating each other. They were long. Wow. The, they, like, one of them jumped 18-3, which is an amazing long jump. The next one, 18-6. The next one, 18-9. And then finally, the uh, her name was Precious Seldom. And she went and ran track at New Mexico, jumped 19-1. But Lindsay went on to Redacted University, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and as a freshman won the outdoor NCAA championships. Uh, she won the heptathlon, which is doing seven different events. Wow. Crazy. She was so good. Just absolute beast. And when she would go, 
this is how good she was. When they would do like normal track meets that like didn't really matter to her, she would do four random events. <laughs> she would do like the pole vault, the discus, the shot put, and I think she would still do like the 300 hurdles because that was her, she had the state record in that. Yeah. So she was like really good at that. She would, she could throw a shot put like 40 some feet and she was a, like a twig. It was just yeah. all good form. Like she was just insanely good. I also watched another guy named Fred Taylor who set the record in the 100 and the 200 and then his, and the and won the 400 but didn't set the record and then his team won the 4 by 1 just wow. a beast he went on and played at Minnesota I it just is so weird to me practicing track and field you just run to run some more yeah it's an odd concept cross country is the worst cuz at least track there's like hurdles and long jump and mm-hmm. you can do all these things and there's like fans there, so you get some adrenaline going. Cross country is the worst. You're just running forever and pissing you, your pants. Yeah, you go run alongside the road or like through some woods to go run alongside a road and through some woods. Sucks. The worst, we always said the worst day at football practice is better than the best day at cross country practice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was, what was my other high school athlete that, I, oh, I, in high school, I played against someone who was drafted, uh, and that was like one of my favorite moments in baseball because I stole a base on him. Yeah. He had already been drafted. He ended up going to play football, which kind of dumb, but all right. I mean, everybody has their passion. That's crazy because it's like, you know, you see their potential in something else, but it's like if their heart's not in it. Why the fuck would they go do that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about people who... uh I, I guess their heart's in it because they're going, but the bubble at the NBA is sort of in turmoil because people are leaving if you get approved and some people, more people are not going because we have Gordon Hayward who's going to have his child sometime during the bubble. And so he's gotten pre-approved yeah. for that. We have... He has the, uh, <laughs> what is it, like the TSA quick pass or whatever you can just like skip the line i think he, he's going, going through. through like some sort of like sanitation process yeah, yeah he probably like has to go into uh oh what are the what do i want to call that but yeah like a transition zone where they're like yeah. san- sanitizing everything it's like san- you go in and out through that absolutely and we have the bucks and the clippers who both have positive tests on their team and have shut down their practice facilities uh, until they moved to orlando they didn't announce who had covid though well one, it's like a HIPAA thing. You can't, unless they uh, come out and say yeah. it, you can't, a doctor can't be like, yep, he's got it. Look at him. Well, the team, I figured, would but say we had so many players. That, they just said. But they also, that has to be their, the player has the right. discretion okay, to enough. say no. Yeah. Like, you can't just release all that information. Now they can come out, like the Lakers. But I, The Lakers, saying like, like, all when this first started, had two positive cases, and that never came out. Oh, fair. But, like. You could probably say if it's front office or team personnel. True. You know? Like yeah, the, and you don't, it could just be a ball boy or right. it could be an assistant coach or it could be one of the best players. Yeah, it could be a non-vital <laughs> person. You don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think uh, Pelicans are going to be hurting a little bit because their coach is super old and one of their assistant coaches has already said that they're not going. Wow. We'll see. There's been there's been a few big names that have said baseball is having more people say that they're not going or testing positive. Right. Like Salvador Perez just tested positive. Unfortunately. Yeah, he's asymptomatic, so that's good. That's good for now. 
But yeah, unfortunately they're they're getting hit pretty hard and the schedules are dropping. Mm-hmm. Baseball schedules out now. All the NBA schedules out. Next week we will have our NBA pick 'em or tournament. You know what's going to happen? I think we're going to do a little COVID pool too, of uh, see how many we can guess who gets it. Yeah, there's a radio station back home that does a death pool with all their fans, and they pick like old people who are old, like celebrities who are going to die, and when you win, you get like a prize. Wow, it's kind of fucked. But the Dan Levitard show had a uh, like just a run of like four people in a row who they had on who all died before they could get them on again. Oh God. <laughs> so they ended up starting to uh, find people. If you like said that they were dead on air on accident because they had had so much issues. Yeah, they're like, don't know. Don't <laughs> yeah, say we can't that. <laughs> even touch it. Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely some exciting stuff. Today was great. Twitter was just fantastic. Especially if you're a Chiefs fan, not if you're like a Broncos Raiders, um, Pretty much any other team in the NFL. Chargers fan, yeah. Well, yeah, anybody in the AFC for sure, too. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I guess unless you're the Patriots, because you're the Patriots and you have Cam Newton. Right. Like, that's still fresh enough that you're like, we got Cam. It doesn't matter. Well, somebody's going to convince themselves that uh, Matt Ryan and Mitch Trubisky are worth it. You have to. You have to. You have To be a sports fan, you have to have just enough, like, you have to cognitive have, dissonance. Yeah, you have to be just dumb enough to be a sports fan because you're just constantly convincing yourself, like, "Oh, we got a chance. Like, this is the year. Like, I believe in him. Like, I we had to sit there and look at fucking like Matt Castle. Like, he's our guy. I remember this year really thinking that Trent Green was good because he could block. Yeah, <laughs> and look where that ended up. I mean, he just went down CTE City. I remember, I remember like. Herm Edwards, that's the guy. No, Romeo Cornell, that's the coach. That's who we needed. Dwayne Bowe, he's the next guy. Our next podcast is going to be the best one? Yes, exactly. It's like Diet Starts Monday. Okay. Yeah. Yes, always. Same type of deal. You got anything else for us? No. All right. Well, we already know that this week is the best one, but next week's going to be better. Next, It's always, always going to be better. Uh, I do want to shout out Patrick Mahomes. You are a listener, bud. If you want to, you know the address. Just send it over. Uh, really proud of you. Uh, you tell Brittany I said hi. We'll hang up the jersey next to the photo that you sent us. Yeah, yeah. Just you know what? There's been a couple guys asking me for autographs. If you could just include them, it's not. I can tell them no, or I'll just fake it for you if you want. Just text me. You got my number. All right. See you guys next week. Love you. Sneak out.